stuff on our glasses. Well, now only one of us needs glasses wipes, so you can go use them at your free will. So glad I don't have to share anymore. Shut up. Who are we and what are we stand for? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. I'm trying to figure out what day it is, what year it is, how long we've been married. Who are you? I'm your husband, remember? <laughs> I guess. So what's up with you? Not much. You know me. You know, family, work. And that's my life. What about you? Um, I just had a procedure. That's funny. So I just had LASIK done. Oh, that sounds serious. Um, kind of, sort of. I guess. I'm in recovery right now. It's not really the best. This part sucks the most. Um, yeah. It was a very quick procedure. It didn't hurt. It was a little, like I said earlier, it was just like a little um, weird feeling when you got somebody like applying pressure to your eyeball. But that was before the laser was even introduced to the like to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but the laser part itself, I wasn't nervous about. I was more so nervous about like everything. That accompanies that. So like eye drops. They had already said there was going to be like a smell of some sort. Um, yeah. The eye, the laser part. Looking into the laser was the least of my worries of today. Um, because I just knew that it was going to be kind of similar to like all those other times. They tell you to look into the light. Like. But it was much easier because it wasn't a light. Like a bright light. It was just like a little red dot. It had some green. I mean, it was like a little green dot. They said, focus on the green. It was some red around it, moving around. And I was just focused on the green. And it wasn't one of those lights where you had to try to not squint into staring to. So, it was easy. But I didn't like that burning smell. It made my stomach hurt a little bit. And um, when they were flushing it with with water and all the different antiseptic drops and all that stuff. I just don't like stuff in my eye. Oh, also the hardest part, I guess, is um, when they were trying to do the little don't blink thingy. What is it called? The little eye opener. Mm-hmm. That was kind of tough because I just really don't like stuff touching my eyes. That's why I could never wear contacts, which is why I had that done today because I know and I'm tired of wearing glasses, but... Contacts are not an option for somebody like me. Oh. That's deep. Mm-hmm. What, what pushed you to do that? Do what? Lacy. I just said, I can't wear contacts, and I'm tired of wearing glasses. I tried contacts, and I said, um, Lord, if you let me take this last contact out for the last time, I'll never put nothing like this back in my eye again, because I just can't deal with touching my eye. I mean, you could have just had like a savage bifocal thing going on. What you mean? Or is it was it a monocle? Where you get the one, so the, the one glass, and you could just hold it. I'm good on that. With your eyelid and your cheek, mm. and squint. That's basically what I was doing with that little 
non-blinky thingy. I can't remember what they did. They did it at one eye at a time, that non-blinky thingy? Yeah. I couldn't see. Oh, yeah. They did it one eye at a time. Nah, that would have been savage if they did both and just said... (laughs) (laughs) That's what I thought they were going to do. Hold it. (laughs) And honestly, when they did the left eye, it was like moving. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this junk going to fling out. Because my eye, like, my instinct to blink is like a hundred times over what the normal person probably would be doing <laughs> and um i definitely felt like it moving against my cheek and i was like yeah this is not in there good like i don't know i was like i'm gonna blink and the laser's gonna shoot through my eyelid like that would have been hard i know i was like Oof. but apparently it was in there stable enough they ain't never need to like reposition it and move it again and then when he sneezed, I was like, all right, come on now. We got a lot going on with this eye. But that's the eye without the bro- uh, the broken blood vessels. So. I definitely got the sneeze on camera. <laughs> Good. You want to see it? No, I can't see too much right now. I, I would be glad to see what you did capture um, later. Definitely did get the sneeze. It was, it was uh, fast, a lot faster than I... Expect I knew it was gonna be fast, but when you we tell somebody it's gonna be really fast, mm-hmm. they're not thinking it's gonna be that fast. Like I'm looking at the screen, this thing goes <laughs> right, and he was just like, "I see it, it happened." He was like, "I did not sneeze in your eye," and I was like cracking up because it was like, "Dang, that's really cold." If you did, like, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, oh, going around, bro. <laughs> Like, and then I was just like, you got this thing on my eye. Like, even them touching my eye with the little tools and instruments. No, that jump looked a wild. That, I was kind of on the fence about that. Because I was like, but I knew that my eye wouldn't be able to blink by the time we got that far anyway. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. But, I'm glad it's over. I'm glad the recovery has started. Like I said, the recovering process is the only thing that I'm... Not too much of a fan of because, I mean, I am pretty much caught up on all of my audio stuff. So, it's kind of... Find something new. Find something new. Yeah. But I can't see. That's what I'm saying. Like... Um, that's why you got this uh, little lovely device with like a fruit on the back of it. You can talk to it and tell it to do stuff and it actually does it. First of all, my device with the fruit on the back of it be acting like it can't You function. got a bunch of fruit devices though. And they all be acting like they can't function because they're not the latest and greatest 2022 versions of themselves. And so, yeah. I mean, if you can upgrade your eyes, you can update your devices, right? I'm not thinking about Apple. They better turn this stuff back on and stop acting like my phone and my computer can't work and my iPad. Because, no. And even my AirPods be tripping and not wanting to connect. And it's like, no, we're not doing this. I mean... You got to stay. My rule is I stay with at least within three. Within three? Mm-hmm. <sighs> but that's just, it's like an everlasting cycle. Yeah, I it's feel never like, going to end. No, but I'm just saying, I feel like <laughs> at this point, they should offer like a leasing program. Like if I want to lease a car and can get a new car every three years, okay, I'll pay. You know what I'm saying? But even in that. Essentially, they have that. Yeah, now with the recycling program. No, not the recycling program. It's the you get the phone on finance, mm-hmm. 
and then you jump. Oh yeah, you're right. They they've always they've had that. Oh. Okay, well when it comes to the AirPods and stuff, what you supposed to do? Get it with your mobile carrier. Same thing. So I need to take the AirPods for you back and see if they can do it at T Mobile. I mean, I don't have that issue with stuff like that. For me, it's just the phone. I don't care about the accessories that much. But I'm saying, like, my AirPods aren't connecting as easily as they used to, or, like, they would transfer from my computer to my phone. I don't know. Very easily. I don't know if they offer the jump. I mean, they might. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm tired of, okay, if I got to pay for it every month, I But guess. that would be, I don't I don't think it would be as beneficial with the accessory, because how often do those come out again? Like, how, how long have the AirPods been out? Like, a while, right? Not too long. The AirPods? Not the AirPod Pros. I mean, but it's you don't want to jump to just a new... You don't jump to just a new of the same. You jump to the new product. What do you mean? Like, AirPods, they're on the, like, the third one now, right? I, I don't know. Yeah, so they got the original ones that you didn't like. The ones with the squishy... And then they took the squishy off. So they on three, I believe. Mm. I don't think I'm missing anything. Like, you wouldn't jump from, I've had the one for two years, and then you go get another one, because essentially you should have paid it off by then. It's not that expensive. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I just know. But the phone. I just need you to know that I really, 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 really love you. Because when I seen that total for them AirPods Max, or whatever the heck those things are I got you. Mm-hmm. I was like, never would I ever, would I ever be swiping no card for this. Yeah, you was tripping. But I didn't have to swipe a card. They scanned it because it's in my Apple, I mean my wallet, my Target wallet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it's kind of like how people say when you pay with cash, you feel it a little bit. And when you pay with your cards, you don't feel it the same. That's how I felt in that moment. Like, I paid it, but I didn't feel it the same because they literally just scanned the screen. It was like, okay, here's your receipt. So, yeah. I mean, for me, I I get when people say that and I can understand it, but I've always kind of had this detachment with money, so that never really bothered me. Yeah, last year I worked on my detachment with money. Um, Like, you, you and I were recently talking about how I just kind of put everything or try to force everything into like a nine to five box like a price of you know dinner i'll be like how many hours would it take me to work to get this amount for dinner like you know or like just anything like um buying some on amazon okay if i check out this is only like a half hour or this is only like two hours or you know Mm -hmm. i don't know why but that's just how my mind does um maybe it's because i like personal finance and that's like one of my favorite things to kind of like study and like try to always try to find a better way to you know manage our money or save our money or invest our money like just because I'm like a money fanatic I guess that I always try to make sense of what's going on but last year I definitely tried to detach um, from that way of thinking, because I don't know, 
and I would say that I'm going to continue in that this year because it's um it's beneficial. It allowed me to have so much more fun to be able to like just truly relax and enjoy things. Like we went out of town um uh, for both of our birthdays last year. Um and you know, Christopher had a party and stuff as always, so we didn't go anywhere for his. But it's just like when we were out of town, I truly enjoyed my birthday. Like we went to the mall and I bought an outfit, even though I had packed clothes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like for your birthday, we were gone for an entire week and was like off work and just chilling as a family and having a great time. And we did whatever we wanted to do. We got, you know, things that as a child I would probably look at like this is a specialty, like going to a restaurant, like a fast food restaurant, even going through the drive through um, and be on like, we're going to get drinks versus getting drinks from the store or somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Like getting drinks or ordering a number, a number item, like what are they? Combo. Combos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting a combo. Um, that was stuff that as a child, like I would never do. And it's not that I wasn't allowed because I was allowed at certain times. I was allowed to do that, but I just always was mindful of the fact that my parents had to work for their money. So I would never say, oh, oh, I want a number two or I want a number one combo at Burger King or McDonald's. I would always be like, where is their value menu? Because I was just always like trying to be mindful of my parents' pockets, you know? And then like as an adult, I had already groomed myself as a child. Nobody, like, forced me to do that unless... Sometimes my mom would be like, all right, we on a dollar menu today. We not on that other stuff. Because my brother, he's greedy, and he would always try to get, I want a number three and a number four. I want a number seven and a number nine. And it's like, they they was like, boy, you doing too much. (laughs) And so because he would do that, I would try to shrink down and be like, okay, well, since he just ordered two combos, let me get something cheaper so that, you know... It wouldn't be as expensive. But anyway, because I had done that for so long, when I became an adult, um, I would even look at you kind of sideways when you would be like, I want a number seven. I'd be like, a number? If you don't get off this dollar menu, like, we don't get paid till next week type thing. But, um, yeah, I ordered combos while we were gone. (laughs) That's so small, but to me it was major. Like, even grocery shopping with the way that Inflation has been since the pandemic began, which we don't know when it's ever ending, but um, that's neither here nor there. But even with inflation and stuff, I just stopped worrying about the price of stuff in the store and just get it because it's like, I want this for dinner. If I want a pot roast for dinner, I want that. I don't want to have to be like, I won't get this because inflation and except for that one time remember we went to the store and meat was literally like 70 dollars for like yeah it was tripping <laughs> now that i did pay attention to but if it was a little higher than our normal like used to i can't even really tell you the normal price of a pot roast at this point but that's like my favorite meal one of the pieces of my favorite meals um like just for comfort food it's like hey 
I'm cooking at home. I'm tired or whatever, or not having the best work week or whatever is going on, or just busy in general with life. And it's like, I just want some comfort food. I'm going to make me a pot roast, and I don't care how much it costs at the store as long as it's not $150. Like, yeah, they was trying to be that one time, being extremely capped. I was like, I'm going to get that. If it's $10 over what it normally would be, that's fine. And just dealing with it, you know, maybe getting less packs of chips or something. But I really think that that helped me to just be like, just get it. If you like it, get it. It's kind of like how I viewed gas. I did this a long time ago with gas. When the prices, you know, would fluctuate, it's like, what am I going to do? Walk? No, I'm going to buy the gas. If anything, on the back end, I'm not going to travel as many unnecessary places. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But this is what it is. This is the price. Either I'm going to pay this price or I'm going to steal it. And I'm not going to steal it. So, I'm going to just pay this price. Like I mean, it's always an option. No. Anyways. Yeah. So, like, going out to eat and stuff, it's just like, get what I want. Like, we went out a couple weeks ago and I just got what I wanted. I wanted to try a a crab cake. I mean, I've had a crab cake before, but it was never my own. You would always order a crab cake, and I would taste a piece. And I was like, I want a crab cake. Mm-hmm. I work today. I deserve a crab cake. <laughs> like, I guess I'm feeling a little bit more of, I'm not going to say entitlement. I look at it as entitlement when I see other people do it. But just rewarding myself. Mm-hmm. What you going to do in the next life? Exactly. So, yeah, I've just been living and it hasn't been any negative consequences. Like, it's always, always worked out. It's gonna work out till it don't. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been just trying to do my thing. What, ordering combos and eating crab cakes? Mm hmm. At expensive restaurants? Hey, honestly, that fish that you had from the restaurant is the. It's about. That's what I'll be trying to tell people. Like people will get so caught up in the price of something, they'll miss something great. Mm-hmm. Like expand. Yeah. Everybody want the luxury lifestyle until you gotta pay the bill. Yeah. Get you some money. Spend you some money. That's the point. You gonna put in your mattress and lay on it. <laughs> Speaking of, anyways. <laughs> Uh, it's only good worth for spending, eh? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, I understand saving for a rainy day as well. It rains whenever it feels like it. Exactly. But, I mean, like you said, um, you know. My advice is never go broke. Right. But I definitely have, um, I don't know. I've come out of this, like, uh, not, I won't say completely, but just like this scarcity mindset, you know? Um, and living beneath my means so much so like like we were just talking about how in just a week it's gonna be that we've been married six years and when we first got married we we didn't have a lot right like we were literally 20 and 21 years old and we hadn't even like decided on what we were going to do career wise and stuff like that, which even now I still don't even feel like I've decided on what I want to do, but I am making 
way more than I started. Like, and then I had the nerve <laughs> when we got married to take a job, like take a pay cut. And so, like, I'm definitely making more than that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, I still tend to spend with that mindset of 20-year-old Ebony, like, freshly married, trying to figure out bills and, you know, stuff that my family had taken care of for me, like car insurance and, you know, even trying to figure out a flow of what's going to work for us. Like, you know, my family has always paid, which most people pay car insurance by the month, but realizing, hey, we can save if we pay semi-annually. And, like, getting into those flows of things. Um, And so, like I said, just personal finance altogether is always my thing. But um, I just had to kind of relax some. And I think that that's helped. And I'm looking forward to another year of that. Just kind of taking the limits off, the shackles off of the W-2 that I received when I was 20 years old. That still was trying to hold me back. And it's like, girl, it don't look like that anymore. But even the 26-year-old Ebony W-2, like, don't let that hold me down either. Because my husband has a business. Like, we have a family business that is doing extremely well. So, bump what these W-2s say. Like, go live. There's more than this 9 to 5 that is helping to contribute to the lifestyle that you want. Right. And even beyond the business, we blessed in ways that we can't even explain. I'm saying, oh my gosh, like don't make me cry. But yes. That's why I, that's that's why I never I don't care like I have what what you call it, favor. Mhm. So much favor that as long as I'm moving and guided godly, mm-hmm. I can't lose. Yeah. And that has definitely been the testament of the Henley family. You know what I'm saying? Like us. Our, you know, yes, there's other Henleys. But Wiley, Ebony, and Christopher, the Henley family, favor has always been on us. And we've, like, well, not we. I'm not going to speak for you all. But I have not fully walked in that so that's one of the things I would like to do this year is to fully walk in being a daughter of God having like this favor on me like realizing that that I am favored by God God loves me he likes me he enjoys seeing me happy like I think that was one of the things that I told myself yesterday evening is that or was that this morning when we were driving um, that was this morning when we were driving to the LASIK. I said, God wants to see me happy because all these thoughts started to flood my mind of what if this is my last time seeing what the road looked like? What if this is my last time being able to see this car that I love, you know, like I finally was able to get, we didn't, we, I guess we can talk about that next, but the conversations are flowing, but I did want to do a podcast on wrapping up kind of 2021, like all the things that happened, because I don't think we talked about it much. But yeah, I was my husband was able to like 
gift me my dream car and I was just like is this gonna be my last time seeing what the Jeep logo looks like like you know is this gonna be the last time even when I was sitting in the room um is this gonna be the last time seeing what my child's face looks like you know last time dropping him off to school without using a walking stick or or something to like you know what's those little sticks called that blind people gotta use your, your guess is as good as mine on that oh I don't know but I was I'd just call like it a blind stick Oh, but I was just like, you know, my head started to fill with all of these like thoughts of what if this is your last time seeing this? Like when I got in the shower, what if this is the last time seeing your body? Like you could develop like a mole or a pimple at any point and you would never see it again. And I was just like looking at even pictures of myself for a second. Like, what if this is my last time seeing my face? I'll never know what I look like when I get old. If I stop seeing today and I just stopped. And just put all of those thoughts to a screeching halt and was just like, I'm a daughter of God. He likes to see me happy. He loves me. He not only loves me, but he likes me and he wants me to have a great life. He has put this idea into whoever, you know, birthed the idea of LASIK and all the technology and the studies that went into it. I'm not a guinea pig. This is not the first one. You know what I'm saying? So, um... I was like, just stop, Ebony, with the overthinking that this is your last time seeing any of this. If anything, it's your last time seeing it with these glasses. And so from like yesterday evening to this morning, that's what I've been telling myself. This is not my last time seeing ever. This is my last time seeing it through the lens of these glasses. And that's it because I've prayed about this. I don't have any nervousness attached to it. I feel like God has released me to be able to do this. The finances are there. Like, do it. Get it over with and go about your life and stop living in this like scare scary like that's why i said i'm not talking to anybody who's about to stress me out before i do this i didn't answer the phone when my daddy called my mama didn't even call so i was happy because i probably wouldn't answer the phone i know my grandma i think called at some point i don't know if it was before or after but i was just like no because they're all i love them but they're all older and this is all new them and they're not as um like what's the word like free open-minded yeah like free-spirited and open-minded like they would probably never do this and I was like I'm not about to allow that type of what do you call it um I'm not gonna like take on that type of mentality like of course I'm not gonna be out here just letting any old person perform this type of surgery on me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not out there at the flea market getting, like, lacy. You know? I'm at a reputable place. You know, I've gotten all the the answers that I needed. Any questions that I had were all addressed. You know what I'm saying? So as long as it was thought out and I'm making the best decision and, you know, I've prayed about it and I'm literally doing the best that I can, like, God's not going to like shoot me down for that you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like now if i was disobeying the holy spirit and he was like don't do this and i did it anyway then that's on me but i really felt the clearance by god like the same thing that i felt with you taking this job that like the last job that you took on it was like i felt it it was just like I don't feel no type of way about it no nervousness like literally i couldn't even get the xanax that they gave me (laughs) 
And I was sad about that last night. But when I woke up this morning, I was like, you're going to be fine. I asked them, does Xanax help with pain? I just want to be clear. And they was like, no, it's literally just for your nerves. And then when I got to the back and talked to the surgeon, I just want to be clear. I asked them at the front. Me and my husband looked it up. We talked about it. But does Xanax help with the pain? That's all. As far as my nerves, my heart started racing a little bit. Like when they were trying to put eye drops in and stuff, but that's because I'm just a hard person to put eye drops on. But after that, I was fine. The laser part, fine. The scraping and all that that they did to my eyes, it was a little like what's going on, but I was fine. So, mm-hmm. I don't even know what we were talking about. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know how long I was talking. About 13 and a half minutes, I guess. Mm. What's up with you? You know me. Wish I would have got my eyes fixed, but you know, they got to pull out the big gun out the back. <laughs> so, I'm on hold. Yeah. I'm excited for you to get it done, though. They're going to have to pull out the extra tiny blade. He better not sneeze on me. <laughs> I think that. He'll be in great hands. Um, I'm gonna get the rookie. My luck. People are like it's my first. Everybody gotta have the first one. I know everybody gotta have the first. Can't one. get the sixty thousand without number one. Yeah, I know. Would but, you Would you let somebody do it for the first time? Um, me personally, probably not. But you're the same person that said you you like to give people a chance. I know. <laughs> but only like. Okay, so if it wasn't my eyes, I would. But if it's my eyes, so <laughs> like if wow. it was if it was my doctor performing a C section when I was having Christopher and that was their first C section, I would have gave him a chance. Not a chance, though. Bring me a professional. Mm-mm. I would have gave them a chance, Mm-mm. but it's literally my eyes. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so I don't your have abdominal a... cavity. Is less important to your eyes. I feel like y'all could Just fix your it. all your organs. I feel like they could fix they it. They could fix your eyes too. How? Pop a new one in there. Let's see, you know. Unless they do have where you can get eye transplants. They and, got that. And they work and they functional. They got that. Oh. Look a robotic might be pixelized depending on your insurance, but you know. 